Hey guys, it's Kendra. Welcome back to Teen Talk. Today I'm back with Juan Estrella. And today we're going to be talking about um, our experiences with high school and kind of what we wish we knew. And yeah, so Juan, do you want to like introduce yourself? It doesn't have to be super lengthy or anything. Okay. Um, I am also a senior this year. Um, I go to Central High School. What else? I... Uh, next year, I'm, I'm planning to go to college. Um, I'm planning to go to U of A. And right now, the plan is to study business economics. Although that is... That could change. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Um, so... You guys have, like, already know me, but we're, I'm also a senior, um, one thing just to keep in mind is both of us were, like, kind of college-geared, so most of this advice is, especially the senior-year advice, is about, like, college applications and stuff like that, um, so that's kind of, like, what's the word, our forte type, I don't know, that could be the completely wrong word, but, um, like, that's what we're, yeah, that's what we're, like, that's what we've been working towards, kind of. That's our mindset. That Those are our priorities. So, like, yeah. Yeah. So, the way this... Like, we're both going to give our in, our, in, our takes, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We're just going to get right into it. And one disclaimer I have... Disclaimer. Yeah, okay. I have is that um, this advice is applicable to, like, us in specific. But we do want to try to help people that are going into, like, high school and just all the respective grades like 9th through 12th um so like I think we had very different experiences but I can also say that I think I had a good high school experience um but I think some of this advice could be applicable to you it could not be so just keep that in mind um did you have anything no I think that's just generally good advice like you know we can try and give as much context as as possible about our situation but you know, a different school is going to have a different, uh, I guess, it's going to be, it's a, it's its own context, it's its own, you know, group of people and situations and whatnot. So this is pretty general, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, and one thing um, I will say is Central is a pretty large school. Um, it's also a National Historic Site, but just, like, keeping in mind, like, some of this advice, we'll be talking about, like, friends and stuff and or I will at least, that was, like, on my outline, Mm -hmm. but, like, it could be completely different, you could be going to, like, a really small high school, and it could be hard to get away from the drama, that type of thing, so just keep that in mind, um, Central's, like, 2,000 people, is that right? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, it's pretty big, and our grade has 700 people in it, so, pretty large. Um, so I guess just a general question to start us off is what's something that you are glad that you did or focused on throughout your whole high school career? Something that I'm glad I did. Um, I think one thing that I can say I'm glad I did was, hmm, that I think you'll probably have a similar like view on it just trying things that 
I don't know, that, that I wanted to do that weren't, like, strictly academic. So, like, for me, I think 10th grade year, I was, like, already feeling pretty just, like, kind of stuck, but kind of, like, burned out. Um, and then that was, like, right as COVID was getting... Uh, I guess more serious or like we're taking more precautions and stuff um and so that was like right before our first quarantine but yeah like for me that was trying um to get an ultimate frisbee club started back up and you know getting more involved in things I thought I was interested in um yeah like my best guess of what I was interested in would be something that I could be passionate about and then I'm not gonna lie like things I thought would help me get into college although maybe I'm not sure if I would uh, if I'm glad I focus so much on the this will look good Um, because I see a lot of people now that do that and are so focused on that that they seem pretty miserable um, just focusing on that solely. But, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of, like, kids in high school in general, if you're, like, so academically focused, like, that's not a bad thing, like, at all. But I think sometimes you can lose sight of, like, what the actual, like, purpose is. So if your purpose is to go to college and you want to, like, for, like, for example, go to an Ivy League, um, like... Just colleges in general, they want to see, like, what you're doing with your free time. And, like, your whole application, besides your interview, if you get an interview, is on paper. So, yeah, it'll look great if you have, like, a 4.5 GPA. But if you're not involved in other things, um, such, such as, like, internships over the summer or, like, just clubs in general or doing a sport or something... Um, I don't know. That's that, not yeah, what they're it, interested it, in. It's, uh, yeah, it weakens your, your application. And on that, I would also say, like, I think, I think a lot of people, people, like, hear that, and, and it sounds like do more clubs, because clubs are what college wants. Like, clubs are what colleges want. Um, and I don't think that's it either. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I definitely went in freshman year, and was like like I heard that and I was like that sounds so cynical and like such a terrible way to do these next four years and then proceeded to like take on that mindset still um and it was pretty yeah because you're I think it was hard for me to get behind like doing something for that kind of like especially things things you're not actually like interested in Mm -hmm. um and really just like okay I need this like I really need this outcome like because that also means that you're trying to not 
like create or like do as much in, in any of these any of these like clubs or extracurriculars or anything you're not really fully invested in 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 growing or you know whatever it is um or like you know if it's community service serving your community or if it's like um national i guess national honor society is like community service but like i don't know it for me it put me in a place where i was just kind of aiming to do the bare minimum so that i could you know get the uh graduation cord and yeah just not fulfilling <laughs> at all um yeah, yeah. I would definitely say that there's like a great point like it's not all academics or all clubs <clears throat> they want to see like i guess on college applications and even just in general like whether you're going to a trade school or like straight into work that you're a pretty well-rounded person um and that like spectrum and your spot on the spectrum is going to be different according to like your own experience i mean yeah because the other thing about it is like i don't know well-rounded doesn't quite sound right to me because i don't don't think it is honestly like well-rounded as in like like perfect in every area or like, like or like evenly distribute yeah in okay. all your stuff it's more i think it's more like it might be closer to play on your strengths and be good in those things but i don't know i don't know <laughs> i feel like, like i understand what you mean like i don't think i was tr- like when saying well-rounded i think i just mean like variety i guess does that make sense like, I guess, I don't know, do, <laughs> like, definitely have your, 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 your things that you, like, are strong, like, to be weighted in a, in a certain area is, I think, good, because I think, I think colleges do want you to be, to have a strong point, right, mm-hmm. but, and I think that'll be, like, but you also should try stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that kind of, yeah. And don't half-ass it because I think that gets back to aiming for the bare minimum. And that's <laughs> super easy to like, it's it, it's super easy to like, to do, to just try and get by, even if getting, that means getting by on like a higher standard, but mm-hmm. And I guess to, like, segue in, like, I guess our plan for this episode is kind of take it, like, year by year. Um, And joining clubs and reaching out is one of the first pieces of advice that I have. But, like Juan said, like, you don't want to put minimal effort into what you're doing. I guess when you're trying to find things that you like, definitely do things that you don't expect that you like. But it doesn't necessarily mean you have to, like, stay in those clubs that you aren't enjoying. Um, But I think finding something that you're passionate about is important. And just makes your experience more enjoyable. And I think over, like, this past year, finding a balance between school and extracurriculars 
and just things that you enjoy just made my year more enjoyable um because I was having I had things to do and I had things on my calendar but I wasn't so busy that I was exhausted so I guess for example like I was a photographer for the yearbook and it was my first year on yearbook and like doing photography I guess seriously and I really enjoyed it because I got to go to games um free and take photos and be on the field so I was doing something for school but it was also something that I liked doing okay and you felt that that helped it like like counterbalance the just like the straight schoolwork which you just couldn't get around doing and yeah. that you didn't I guess you weren't really like I guess passionate about yeah and I will say like there is a trade-off I guess because you know I was spending a lot of like days after school at football games basketball games like that type of stuff mm. when other people who I guess for lack of a better term were more academic than me like I won't say that I was like <laughs> not smart I don't know yeah but but yeah okay so you you weren't exactly chasing that five-point GPA and no, you didn't really get that but you did get something that yeah I mean I still I, it's possible to find um like a balance mm. um because I still graduate like I'm graduating as an honor student mm. but I'm not like top of my class so but oh well I guess the last thing I want to say like on this is that like I feel like I like got more out of my year than just studying every Friday night but I still I still study <laughs> yeah but yeah I think I'll throw this in here just study please it's cool to study it's cool to <laughs> study. if you're in that group no like I think I think we both know this well like if you're in that that's that uh, there are groups that like pride themselves on on saying they didn't study um I I did this. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. It's so cool to study. It's so cool. You know why it's cool? Because when you're not anxious and like about to like during a test, like you're just n- <laughs> like bro, bro. It is. It's it's comedic relief for the other people. For like 30 seconds yeah it is not worth it. it is not and then you're yeah and on that i wanted to say it's like i had this written down and i wanted to say it, so i guess it's a decent time but like paying attention in class is so cool it's like actually the coolest thing studying is actually so cool um and do it um but like no like i was like the um, the amount of headache that I've I've had from trying to just just being anxious about not having not feeling prepared about a, a test or or like what's gonna be on the test or like just if I studied enough that would have been alleviated by paying attention in class and not like screwing around and like trying to act like I was above that Mm -hmm. 
it's just like yeah and you're spending that time doing something because i will say that i am a really really big procrastinator mm-hmm. and like people who are also in that mindset like the reason i still do it is because i still get my work done mm-hmm. and it's not ideal mm-hmm. but in that time i'm spending that energy worrying about the assignment that's due like in two days yeah when I could be doing it and get it done because it could literally just take 20 minutes and then I'll be done with it. But definitely like... But on that, I think like... The other thing is that's a... Okay. Something that I I let like go on for a little, for way too long without kind of like... I don't know if you said realizing or whatever. Basically what I'm trying to say is the like procrastinating is is a habit and it is a like a response to stress mm-hmm. right and so like I think if you're aware of that or like when I become like realizing that for myself I was like okay what am I stressed about one and two like do I want my response to be to run from it whenever I'm stressed about it because it just kind of lets whatever that is grow over the time. And then eventually, like, I don't know, I don't know about you, but like eventually I would hit that that point where I'm like, I have an hour and a half or like, it would conveniently be the amount of time that I need to do it. And then I'd hit that. And then all of that would like, would just shut off because you know. Yeah, you kind of just like hit the ground running. Right, you're like more, I guess, <clears throat> I guess you're more scared of there's a point where you're more scared of, you know, whatever reason you're doing school, whatever underlying things that are there, like, f- scared of failing and, um, you know, scared of letting people down, you know, whatever your thing is, you know, <laughs> it's like, not exactly a, a good segue into that, but, like, yeah, that, that fear of, you know, not doing it, like, not having it done. like is greater than the fear to like of of doing it of you know doing it and not doing it perfectly yeah and one thing I do want to say is like just taking that moment to step back and evaluate like where you are like just in your assignments because like I guess I want to talk about this when we get to like the senior portion but senioritis really hit me hard like emotionally and academically because because I would definitely say, like, um, third, fourth quarter, like, kind of that area, and even, like, it's just hard because you're so close to the finish line that it's so hard to get your work done, and I had gotten back from, like, a journalism trip in April, and then I had prom that weekend, and then, like, um, Central's prom was the next weekend, But I still had so many assignments stacking up that it was just hard for me. And at one point I was just so stressed. But like, when you just like take that moment to step back and like, I guess write everything down because I'm not the most organized person. So I don't have like everything on on an agenda. Mm. But I talked to Dima about this. um, But she was like, just writing down the assignments you have in like class order. And then the amount of time you think it'll take you to do them, that really helped me because I was able to knock out like some hard assignments, some easy assignments. And 
yeah, that just kind of got me past that one, like, emotional and stressful block. So, so why do you think, why was it emotionally, like, what do you mean the um, senioritis hit you emotionally, like, and and academically? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, what do you mean, yeah, yeah. So, I would say that I'm a very, like, emotional person because I am, like, pretty social. I have, like, pretty strong bonds with my friends, and some of them are juniors. Um, shout out to Lauren. <laughs> Oh, Lauren Shields. Yeah, and like, I don't know if she'd be listening to this, but um, just, I think whenever I have relationships with people, like, friendship-wise, it's just, I guess the thought of, like, leaving them, and I feel like a lot of seniors go through this anyway, like, when you're saying goodbyes to people and, like, my church D group and my Chinese class, which was, like, very consistent over four years, it, it was just, like, because you're saying goodbye to something that's been consistent for like multiple years of your life and that was kind of the emotional aspect because I knew everything was like ending in a sense and like of course we have the summer and like things like that but like just with like yearbook staff and like church and um, my Chinese class like that's just a different environment and I'm not saying I won't experience things like that again but with those specific people and just kind of like everything like you're on a home stretch it's kind of like that's how I was emotionally tied to it and with assignments piling up um it was just needed for me to like take a step back is that kind of like what you were asking yeah yeah. okay um I guess to move along we've been like jumping around but like to freshman year we were talking about this earlier like popularity is not like that big of a deal um <laughs> and the thing is like popularity with who as well but, like that's my that was my first question right yeah I'm thinking about that. and i think because central was so big like yeah there are people that everyone knew <laughs> i mean kind of yeah mm-hmm. but it wasn't like at least at our school it wasn't like the movies where they had the jocks and the right yeah yeah everyone just kind of like existed and friend groups existed, obviously, and, like... Yeah. kind of, like, cliques. Kind yeah. Of, but, like, still, there was a lot of, like... Yeah. Intermingling. Yeah. So. And... Well, we went to middle school together, and it yeah. was, like, really... It was <laughs> such a small school... Yeah. ...that there were friend groups within that, but I think everyone just, like, knew each other, so it was kind of, like... I don't want to say, like, one big friend group because, you know, people did and didn't like each other. But, like, transitioning into high school, I became... I would say that I became a floater, um, if that makes sense. Like, because I know, like, I have close friends, but they're also in their own, quote-unquote, friend groups. Mm. Um, And it was... It's never their intention to be like, oh, you can't join. But it's like, they hang out. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) I think I've always, I feel like I've kind of always been a floater, although that's been interesting, like, because it's also means you don't really have, like, a, like, a base friend group that you can go back to. Exactly. Which, you know, it's, but it also, you know, it does make it easier most of the time, um, I mean, COVID was a whole thing because yeah. I don't know about 
you like not having a central friend group that you can like I guess constantly talk to and like um one of the next points is your friendships will change and I'll talk about that like I guess in a minute I don't know was that like kind of the what happened with you too or maybe I think like what are you talking about are we still talking about COVID or just like oh well just like in general from middle school to high school or from grade to grade oh um I mean, I, again, not having, like, I, I think me saying be being a floater, it kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it did kind of change in that, um, yeah, I mean, like, I still did want to keep some friends from middle school, uh, and still wanted to be able to, like, go in and talk to them. Like, whenever we'd interact, whenever we just happen to be in a class or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I think just mm-hmm. people grow apart. Like... Yeah. And, like, the dynamic... Because I know... Like, I still talk to some people from our middle school, like, casually. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the fact that we had a class this year helped. Because if we didn't, like... Probably would not have done Yeah. <laughs> no, like, completely honestly. But... Yeah. I guess with, like, my personal experience, and it could be, well, I don't want to, like, play the gender card. Like, it's different for girls and guys. Like, I think it was just situational. But in middle school, I feel like I had more of, like, a solid friend group. But I still, like, talk to people. But I think Like, outside your friend group, so you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it wasn't, I don't feel like we were a clique, really, at all. Or, like, you know, anything like that. But, you know, everyone has those conversations with those friends. Like, oh, we're never going to grow apart. And, like... You will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you will. And at that time, like, it was nothing... Like, I didn't want to grow apart. And no hate to anybody. I really doubt that they're listening to this. Like, the people I used to be friends with. But, like... At this point in time, I can definitely say, like, after that falling out with those people has happened like I would love to be friends with them again but I think from my standpoint we're better apart than we are together and not to get all like mushy type but you know like that was hard for me to realize because that happened like ninth tenth ninth and tenth grade for me when all that was happening and that's when I was like kind of learning that friendships will grow apart like no matter how long you've known these people that it's it's okay to grow apart and sometimes like they're not everyone is meant to be in your life like your whole life i mean i guess yeah i yeah there are definitely a lot of friendships that are based on this like situational friendships i guess yeah um and I, I honestly don't know what, like, the ex- uh, the exception is to that, I guess. Like, I really don't know, and maybe this is the back to the floater thing, but, like, I don't know what, like, who or, I don't want to say, like, what traits 
and the person what i'm trying to say is like what does it look like to have a friend that you keep for like a long time like like yeah you always what is an always friend i guess yeah like one specific person and i feel like that's very like rare i'm not saying it's like impossible obviously mm. because those friendships do exist um but i don't necessarily well i do think that there's a a, a, a dynamic because with some of my friends like from middle school and high school like we've gone a couple years without talking and then we come back together like yeah, like we never stop talking yeah, and that's completely fine too but when you have those like deeper friendship bonds like sometimes it's i don't know if there's necessarily like like you said a list of traits that make you compatible mm, but there's like some some level of like values and some level mm-hmm. of like yeah okay so that's what you, so you mean like an a dynamic in are you saying like there's a different dynamic in like long-term friends I think it can be different because there are situations where people have grown up like together and like all throughout high school and then they like, split at college and then they're they become casual friends and also like you can become best friends with someone like in a couple months so yeah but like um, but like okay so would a I don't know I'll let you finish what you're oh well I feel like that's all I really okay so like would you say that they're like okay so maybe it's not a like the situation is that what you're saying with the like kids growing up together like maybe it's not but they're like the values are more important or like i feel like i feel like it is more through values and situational because like i said you can know someone for like a really long time and have a better bond with someone that you've known for just a couple years um yeah i guess what i'm trying to say is there's not like a perfect equation for a friendship to last forever does that make sense yeah yeah okay yeah because i mean i guess i don't know i don't know if this is true but it my hypothesis is that (laughs) is that like as you kind of figure out what matters to you and why you can choose to have people around you who also believe those things Mm -hmm. and then yeah and they can support you can support each other in that and holding those values and you know helping to I don't know bring those about and promote those Mm -hmm. promote the the fruits of those values in your lives (laughs) the fruits (laughs) of the spirit if you let us say okay uh yeah that was a pretty big deal at this point we might have to do this in multiple parts because but um i'm just looking at the big things um just like small points don't let yourself get caught up in the drama um do you want to explain that like just like don't get caught up in like don't be like other people's drama like or realize that it's not the end of the world if like (laughs) don't get caught up in your own drama okay no no no. i mean like your life doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I feel like when I like when I see that is because again, throughout throw, like my experience in middle school, there was so much drama that didn't matter to me, and it felt so unfulfilling, and just like like the lines of gossip and like who's dating who and like what happened at that party and like all that. That was just like something that I I don't know like. Like trying to keep up. Was it that you were trying to keep up with it, or like? What I do you think mean caught so up in it? because of my friends, like because oh, okay. they were into that, and oh, like okay. that's what they would talk about when we hung out. And, but I don't think there's anything wrong with like girl talk. But, <laughs> but I think what I mean is like like you said, just other people's drama. Like, cause some people are so invested in other people's lives that it's kind of sad. Like. Yeah, like you're not doing anything with yourself. <laughs> like you're not like <laughs> This sounds really mean. I mean, I don't know. But Do you have a take on that? Have you been caught up in a bunch of drama? No, not really. <laughs> like, I mean, but I think that this thing of like of being a, a floater, like I've thought about it before, but I don't know. I'm thinking about it a little more now, I think. I think, I think, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm thinking about thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like, being, if you're not really attached to any friend group, then any time that it becomes burdensome, you can just dip. Like, <laughs> is that? Sounds, I know what you mean, but okay. it sounds bad. It, it doesn't say that. It doesn't sound great, but, because, I mean, what, what's the opposite of that? It's, like, being loyal to a group of friends and being, like, yeah, but, and I think, I don't know, I don't think that that's wrong either. And I don't think I necessarily did it right. <laughs> I don't know if that is the right thing. It's, I think, again, it is situational. Like, there's not, like, yeah. a right answer for a broad... I guess. But, I mean, I think we are... Like, we can say that that's wrong because we see that, like, these yeah, things of, like, being be loyal to people yeah. is important in some sense, I guess. Um, and so, I, I, didn't, I don't know, because I've, I've heard a lot of people say that, but I don't... I wanted to know what you meant by that. Like, don't get caught up in the dramas. Like, yeah. don't... Don't talk to anybody. <laughs> don't have friends. Um, no. Like, I don't know. How would you sum that up? How would you say don't get caught up in the drama? I guess don't put your time and effort towards something that isn't fulfilling in regards to, like, friendships or what other people are doing. that good enough for you (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know because if you're if you're with like if you're in a group of friends and you like really care about them you're gonna care about what happens to them but is that getting caught up in the drama no i that's not what i think getting caught up in the drama is okay so then it's like i think when like obviously where your loyalties lie like that's not drama Okay. Well, now you're making I mean, me, like, <laughs> what, what is drama? Like, what's like, getting caught up? That, that, I think that's honestly what I'm... What I'm is like, getting caught up? Yeah. I guess when you lose sight of what's important. Okay. So, like... Now this okay. is just a podcast about friendships. I guess. I mean, that's this more... I mean, like, because I think you can find a lot of the... <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily bad. You can find, like, a lot of stuff on, like, a, a blog, like... Try clubs and then There's a lot of stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, going a different direction with that. No, 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 no. yeah, uh, 
Um, but yeah, I think we can speak on our personal experiences with relationships, and I think that might be. Yeah, again, just to preface, like, I feel like if you're listening this far in, like, you know that, but this is from our personal experiences. Um, Okay. Yeah, so don't lose sight of, like, what? In your, in your, in your case. In your case. Oh, well, um, don't lose sight of your friendship (laughs) or, like, I don't know, because to me, it's like... Don't let these, like, conflicts and, like, stuff like that be the basis of your friendship. Because that's what's going to cause it to break. Does that make sense? Like, talking about other people's yeah. issues, let that be, like, the, the only thing that you guys... The, yeah, yeah like, the like other people's issues and, like, y'all's issues, like... Well, okay... Y'all's issues can be different from, like, other people's issues. But I guess, like, interpret drama how you want. But, like, I guess other people's lives and constantly talking about them is, like, being the basis of your friendship with someone else. Or even just, like, well, that sounds, like, really shallow. But, like, the basis of your life. Like, I don't know. I can't see that going well. I think that sums it up well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, like... Yeah, and that's, uh, that makes more sense what you were saying, like, about it being not fulfilling because it's so, it's predicated on being, like, something else is happening with this other person and, like, judging them for everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that means you're judging yourself in the same way, really harshly, usually. And, yeah, building friendships based around that. That means you're surrounding yourself with people that value constantly judging other people harshly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like good for you. And it doesn't all. give you any energy. It just saps your life. Okay. Saps <laughs> your life. It away. Saps your life. I mean, that might be. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> um. Sophomore year. <laughs> Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Oh, well, one we, thing we, I want to say. We can talk about all these things in like sophomore year as well because they kind of pertain to everything. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to do some two parts. Woo! Longest episode <laughs> record. Let's go. It stops at an hour. <laughs> okay. But. Um. You want to jump into sophomore and then we can kind of like graft this in? Yeah. One thing I did want to say is like if you're going to middle school or going to high school with your middle school friends, or even from, like, sophomore year to sophomore, to your next year with friends. Yeah, from the previous year, yeah. <laughs> um, don't take classes based off what they're taking. At least it's Central. But even in general, because Central was so large that there were four or five different teachers mm-hmm. um, teaching one subject so one you're not guaranteed that class so you'll get yeah you'll get stuck um and if it's something that they're interested in but you're not interested in like again that's like not gonna i mean painting one if they love painting but that's not like what you like then you're gonna be stuck doing something that you don't like possibly without even your friend there yeah i think that's practical i also think that like 
Ooh, I don't know. Because for, for people that are have like a hard set thing of like... Okay, so here's the thing. Taking... Ooh, okay. So like with taking APs, right? And trying to... Okay, let me... I guess rank is kind of tied into that and okay, okay, you're jumping again yeah okay we can just leave it at that we can just leave it at that for now but like your mentioning of APs, like even just like outside of friendships i think like sophomore year it depends on what kind of academic level you are because i do know a lot of people that took like one or two ap ap's their freshman year mm. but sophomore is when i started what well, took one ap i took ap world um, and I don't know if that's like the standard all across the U.S. But I don't even know if a lot of places offer. Yeah, because Central does offer a lot of APs. APs. But also, yeah. Okay. And I guess just like, did you want like give your input on like specific classes? Like just like very general. You don't. I mean, I can. If you, I mean, like, I don't know if that was like a no. I don't want to. No, no, I don't. I don't mind. Like I can. Um, but is there... Yeah, I guess, like... I guess to say, like, easier classes... One of the biggest questions I had is AP... Like, is AP World harder than AP History? That AP was my... History. Yeah. Um... Can answer that real quick? I guess I would say... I would say, for me personally, AP World was more difficult. Even though I had AP US during a COVID year and was learning virtually. But I don't know if that... That, that's only my experience yeah. and like also AP world like I was definitely in this thing of like don't pay attention in class <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't do that it sucks that so. was me and a, a push because I enjoyed okay. AP world more but I definitely think it like COVID had a big thing because mm. the thing about like the only AP histories that I've taken are AP US and AP world same here so like just for context but um they're both kind of like they're not a straightforward class when it comes to like questions at least like it's not like what year was the war in oh right yeah it's definitely like analysis and comparison and that was like stuff let's evaluate the extent to which yeah. Oh, like, God. yeah. <laughs> that gives me flashbacks. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that was like. The thing is, like, with AP World, it's like, how does this country affect every other country in the world at this time? Yeah. But, so, A Push has a smaller scope, yeah. but it's still just as in depth. So, it's not like. I mean, he thinks A Push is easier, and I think by the other side, mm-hmm. the other way. So. I don't know. That's just like my take on it, mm. but yeah, I, I with with a singular what was it like a singular LEQ or something for the exam? Mm-hmm. I got a three on it, and it was literally on the Mongols. Like it was for a- AP World. World. Oh, it was I like, thought we did DBQ. Why wasn't it? I don't think it was a DBQ. Mine was a DBQ. They didn't have sources. Mine, mine definitely had sources. Mine definitely did. I don't think. Wait, everyone was supposed to take a DBQ. They screwed you up. Maybe that's the issue. <laughs> uh, like, th- they give me a. There's a back? What? 
like, no, but it was online. Like, I, there's a bag. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I have to but, scroll down. Yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, because there were two screens. One of them had all the documents. And you, either you have really bad memory, or they screwed you over. Possibly. So maybe I really did write a really great Mongol essay. I like, where are the documents? Yeah, I didn't have. To. Yo, that's actually so funny then. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Think... One more class you have to pay for. Wait, is it? I got a three. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to Hendrick, so everything has to be a four. So. <laughs> but I did get a four though. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And then US, US, I got a four. US, I got a two. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But yeah, and I also like the teacher more for US. And I also had it first block, which means I'll just wake up, roll out of bed, and hop on the Zoom. See, I really like... But I would ask questions in class. Like, I was the one person that would turn on their camera and, like, ask questions. So maybe oh, that's I bet me. you were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, then. Um, I don't know. I like... I, a teacher will make or break the class, but we didn't have the opportunity to... Um, picker teachers but <laughs> yeah true yeah but i like both my teachers and my apos teacher was the teacher that we had for uh econ so to mr parson mm-hmm. i wasn't trying to say his name sorry <laughs> oops <laughs> but um i don't think you'd mind edit out i guess <laughs> I really like this class. Anyway, okay. Next thing. Okay, why don't you say a point? Because I've kind of been directing this. What was the last one? Oh, do you have to go? Yeah, I know. I'm good. 4.30? No, no, I'm good. Uh, You were just trying to get rid of me earlier. I didn't think this would last this long, but that's okay. So, this is fun. Why are closes in an hour and a half? This is fun. So, um, what are we going to... Oh, do you want to re- uh, build relationships with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait. Did you take dual and rom- Dual, dual, and rom- <laughs> What is that? Dual, okay, I guess you didn't take it then, never mind. But- Dual enrollment? Yeah. Like enroll in a college and a- Yeah. Did you? No. I didn't. Okay, that's one thing I will say that I've heard a lot, is like, with AP classes, um, you have to take- the AP test at the end of the year and that determines whether or not you get college credit but also it kind of sucks because each college is different and they may not take it even if you get the, <laughs> the right score yeah sorry the for I believe people I believe people you're not getting anything to no really and then it's like even if you did get the score you'll get like you only get a certain amount of APs but yeah. teachers not from my personal experience but teachers and stuff have said dual enrollment cannot say dual that. enrollment yeah 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 <laughs> It, it's more beneficial because you don't have to take the big test at the end of the year. Are you playing with your finger? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay. Cut. <laughs> Expose me like that. Just talk about dual enrollment, David. <laughs> no, I'm keeping this in. <laughs> okay. 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 
thing. There you go. Catherine is just like laughing. Okay. I haven't really heard anything. Find a study buddy. <laughs> Build relationships with your teachers. some of your recs, but also it just makes the class more enjoyable if, you know, your teacher, and, and if your teacher knows that you care about class, class, yeah, and, like, the other thing, like, really practically, if the teacher knows that you have a reputation of keeping up with your work and asking questions in class, it'll make them a lot more lenient, usually, yeah, at the end of the year, they'll be more inclined to give you, like, an extra credit assignment, or they'll just, or like... Or just, like, allow you to make up your work, like, if you just, like, slip at one point, yeah. second semester. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I can definitely say, I guess, like, moving into, like, the junior year part, um, which is when college, like, college was always in the back of my mind. I usually, like, I always thought, like, I was going to go to college. But this is kind of, like, when it came to the forefront, mm-hmm. where I was, like consciously thinking because typically um at least i think for well you were taking a lot of ap sophomore year too sophomore year i only had like you were taking stat two yeah yeah, sophomore year i had like world and stat that was it oh well (laughs) never mind yeah but like junior year you're gonna be taking i've heard like four ap's is the thing it's like i think sometimes i think that's like the a relatively heavy load sophomore year for APs, which is like mm-hmm. maybe like AP Bio, AP, AP Cal, AP maybe AP Stat. I might be I just throwing stuff out here. I knew some juniors yeah. in my environmental class this year who literally had a loaded AP schedule, and it was just crazy. Oh, jun- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Juniors, yeah. junior year. I don't know. My brother told me junior year is the year to like do a lot if you want to do a lot because senior year you're gonna have, I guess, a lot to work on. Is the rush now there? Yeah. And I would say this was my hardest year because, again, for context, junior year was the full year where COVID was... Right, yeah. Yeah, and I was at home the entire time. And this is also, like, the last... Like, this didn't register for me, like, during junior year, but... This is the last full year that colleges are looking at, like, academically and, well, mostly, I guess, academically, um, like, what you're doing with your time and Hmm. your grades, because they only see your first first semester. Yeah, but, like, your full year. And this is also when... They even have you, I guess, yeah, for admissions, for admissions, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do send in a final transcript at the end, Hmm. which I need to do, but... I also need to do that. Um... These are like, I mean, like mentioned before, these are the <laughs> these teachers are the ones that are write writing your, your rec yeah. letters. So you want to build good relationships, and typically it's your like core class teachers. Mm. Yeah, 
So. Oh, I have a little a little side thing on this. So, like, okay, so junior year, I. Okay, junior year was also <clears throat> probably my my hardest year, but I think that was a lot more of like a. Like a mental battle than it, than it sure. was a lot of things. <laughs> Being at home. I'm not okay. I'm not even gonna ask. I'm not even gonna ask. So, but yeah, being at home, um, and then I just expected it to be a hard year because everyone says it's your hardest year. Um, yeah. And then also I had more APs than I'd had before, um, and then of course my own like insecurities and thinking I was doing all this all this stuff and doing like so much stuff and. Uh, I was good. Very like taking, yeah, you know what? I, what do I mean by that? I mean I was taking like Cal AB and like AP Chemistry and like uh, I don't know U AP US, AP Lang and AP. Uh, what's wow. the other one? What's the other? One? Uh, I took like AP Human Geo, which is a joke. Sorry. Really, really easy. It's, uh, I didn't yeah. take it, but. One thing I will say, or, sorry, one thing I will say is that, like, what is it? Was it AP Lit and AP Lang or just AP Lit? I know AP Lit for sure. Like, most colleges don't take that credit unless you get a five. Really? Yeah. Does U of A take it? Yeah, I think U of A takes, I mean, the way U of A uh, does a lot of theirs is they have, like, you can get a certain credit for a three and you get a certain credit for a five. And then there are some that are, like, different. So, like, I know AP Stat, for example, is, like, a four. Yeah. And it's also different for every college. But when you're in... When you're taking these APs, sometimes... Like, okay, I was pretty dead set on going out of state. Out of state. And I'm staying in state. So, what you think you want can sometimes go through. um, But don't depend on it, necessarily. Mm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Because money is gonna <laughs> money. <laughs> money matters. Yeah, no matter yeah. money you're getting matters, and you don't know how much you're gonna get until you receive the offer. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But I was saying I don't remember what I was saying. Well, I but, think we could just do like a separate episode just on the senior year because I okay. think like that's the longest. But <clears throat> is there anything else that you want to say like regarding the first three years? Mm. oh oh the teacher rec thing so this is what i was uh, trying to get at the so basically junior year um i was a yeah cocky uh bum and then (laughs) and then like we're virtual and so that was sucked because you know you're kind of socially isolated and again being the being a floater it's not you know you don't really have that group of friends that you can fall back on or whatever um but anyway that sucked i dropped cali b because i was doing not well um and not well translates to i failed the first three tests um dismally and then we've all been there uh i don't know about them there but and then so Basically, I dropped the class, um, but the next year, like senior year, I picked up the class again because I was like, 
at that point, I thought, junior year, I had to think a lot, a lot of things. Um, I kind of hit a rock wall in my, just in a lot of aspects. Uh, but like, I went back senior year and was in person and sat at the front of the class and, you know, was paying attention, like hanging on every word the teacher would say, like, because I was really adamant that I was going to do well in this in this class. <laughs> Second semester and the AP test kind of fell off towards the end, but um, that's not the point, okay? <laughs> that's not the point. Um, basically, I um, started doing pretty well and uh, got an A on a test in the class and that was reassuring, but I also asked that teacher to write me a letter of recommendation for college. Um, and he had me like write up like what I thought that would look like. And I could have, I thought about like, well, no. I knew that I couldn't just write about like, oh, this would, he's the perfect student. He was, you know, this and that. And I kind of was like, try to be honest about it. Like last year I had him in class uh, cause he wanted us to write like from his perspective or whatever, which was kind of weird. He didn't really. It's kind of interesting though. Yeah, it was, it was, and it, it made, it made me reflect on like, you know, what are you asking him to say? And also like, you know, how, how are you doing? Like, what are you putting forth? Um, but yeah. Um, and so I just kind of had to write about, you know, I wasn't, and I'm still not the best calculus student. And like, that's not, that's kind of undeniable, but that, uh, you know, I could say that I, you know, realized that I was, you know, I, I get prideful. Like I was very, there were things wrong and I like, like I wasn't putting forth the effort needed and I was hooked, like kind of expecting myself to just get by on, on aiming for the bare minimum and not, um, you know, that, that wasn't sustainable, that wasn't enough. Um, and yeah, I had, I wrote about that and he accepted it. He was like, okay. And he wrote me a letter of recommendation, which I think. Did you sign your verbal waiver? Yeah. Like the, like you wouldn't sign I couldn't it. see it. Yeah. Imagine if you just submitted your letter. That would be so funny. Like, <laughs> that'd be so funny. I don't think he did though. Cause he was like, these, each of he these doesn't sound like something like, he'd do. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, so this is really fun. We want to focus more on like senior year, I guess, because we've continued mentioning it, but we have like a bunch more points. Um, so for rising seniors, go look at that episode when it comes out. And yeah, thanks for listening. This was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>